Hey guys, welcome to Retro Media Talk Podcast. Today we're going over probably my favorite Christmas movie. I don't know about these guys, but we got Steve Lego on. Hey. And we got Mike Gallus returning. Yo. And yes, we're going over Christmas Vacation. Replayability of this movie tops my all-time list. Oh yeah. Yeah, I will give I will give it that. There is sure. there is just way too many quotable lines in this movie. Oh man, it, th- this was a flawless movie in my opinion. But uh, yeah, it came out December first, nineteen eighty nine, grossed seventy three point three million at the box office, had a budget of twenty five million. It was written by John Hughes. We've <laughs> gone over John Hughes' yeah. career like I don't know how much, how many times. But um, this was. Directed, though, by a first-time director. I mean, he did commercials and some TV, I think, but this was his first movie, and I don't know how he got it so right, but he did. And the, and, and I don't know if you guys know this, but this guy never watched one vacation movie prior to directing this movie. Hmm. Yeah, pretty shocking that he got it so hmm. right. John Hughes was on the set one day, and he left... He left the uh, freedom to this guy to do what he wanted, but I guess this guy read his script, came across his desk, and he laughed so hard that he just had to do the movie. And yeah, that's how it that's how it started. So, well, in a defense, though, even though it is Christmas vacation, they're not going on vacation anywhere. No, well, not you them, I mean? but maybe the, the I guess the grandparents and the Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Quaid, uh, they they kind of took a vacation. So I hey. guess if you reverse the vacation, it's the relatives going to their house. That's the way I I view it. But yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, so going back to John Hughes, this was 1989. Okay, so he wrote this one. The next year, he wrote another Christmas movie. That's a huge movie that came out in 1990, and that was Home Alone. Yep, Home Alone. Yep. And they have kind of, you know, the, because I just watched Christmas Vacation not too long ago, and then we watched Home Alone today, and they have kind of a similar, I guess, filming style. You know, it's in Chicago again. You know, some of the neighborhoods and stuff look Mm -hmm. familiar. I was a little disappointed, though. I found out the Christmas Vacation house. Yeah is a set and it's the same house that was used in lethal weapon (laughs) i don't know i gotta watch lethal weapon now and find out okay yeah Yeah, so that was kind of strange i I didn't know that but i guess when they went to to film the toilet you know that got blown out of the house and lethal weapon yeah yeah was still sitting in the front yard (laughs) when they went to the to start filming or something like that i read so, that so was wait a minute. You mean that that moon isn't really that big? You know, if John Hughes directed it, it would have been filmed in Chicago. At least a, a probably a real house, you know, I think. So yeah, I mean, obviously they're not doing the interior shots like if right. John Hughes was doing they were you know, they would have filmed the outside probably in a neighborhood in Chicago and then one thing that always bothered me we'll get into the film here in a minute. I, I don't think I need to do a synopsis of this. What do you guys think? No, I think everybody's uh, yeah, seen it. I mean, Just know. to be clear, though, so we know that no, they didn't go on vacation. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> I guess you yeah. – <laughs> or you could say they were on Christmas vacation, like break from work. Yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> no family roadster, though. No family roadster. No. Truckster. <laughs> uh, but but um, one thing that always bothered me about the vacation movies is the kids always changed. Yeah. You know, that always – that well, always had bugged to. me. Yeah, I I read that um because they would have been too old. Yeah, most well, likely. Well, Anthony Michael Hall turned on the sequel to do weird weird science. That was a good move. That was a good move, but <laughs> because you know, Vacation 2, what was that? Your is it European Vacation? Yeah, the European one. Yeah. But it did did give us pig in a poke. I mean, it was better than Vegas Vacation though. Oh, yeah, anything's better than that. I haven't watched that in so long, I, I really can't even remember everything. 
or anything really. Well, a few things, but yeah, he turned that role down. And you know his his sister that you know the 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 original girl. Yeah. They were gonna have her come back, but they were like, you know, since Anthony Michael Hall isn't doing it, we're just gonna cast a whole new set of kids. Okay. So she got the shaft on that. <laughs> she, yeah, bet she was pissed. Thanks, thanks, Anthony. He he wanted to work with John Hughes apparently. I mean, he wrote the first vacation, so it's like, I don't know. That's cool. You know, when I first saw Christmas Vacation, uh, the kids, you know, you you know, obviously you know who they are. But I was like, kind of like, you know, why is Rusty so small compared to the ver- first vacation? Mm-hmm. You know? Because, I mean, they would have been well, teenagers. Yeah, Especially since, you know, uh, European vacation, that Rusty, he was like six foot yeah, four. Was, yeah, he I was know. huge. <laughs> so it was kind of like a running joke. It's like, oh, what set of kids are they going to have in this movie? Right. But um, So had any of you seen it in the theater when it, when it came out? No. I, didn't, I did I not didn't, either. I didn't either. I don't know how or why, but I didn't see it in theater. You know, the kids that played, obviously, you know, Juliet Lewis, mm-hmm. the daughter. But did you know the the kid, the other kid that yeah, was he's uh, the Big Bang Theory? Yeah, Darlene's uh, boyfriend and Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why I didn't pick that up originally. I mean, it looks just like him, but I, I never picked that up till I watched it again. That's kind of weird. Seen the movie like a million times, and I just realized that was the kid. <laughs> so that was stupid on my part, but but yeah. Um. So I watched it on Blu-ray. Did you guys stream it? What'd you guys do? Blu-ray, yeah, stream, yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I think the picture looks great. I, I tell you great. what, the 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 scene that I absolutely love, and you guys would probably n- figure it out, but um, it's when he's in the attic and he finds the old film. Oh yeah, that's great. But the shot of the you can see the light coming from the lens, and he's you know it's looking right at him. Yeah. Man, on Blu-ray, it looked so darn good. Yeah. I mean, it was really clean. Oh, yeah, it was a really clean picture. The only thing that bothers me, I bought this movie, like, a few times in the past, you know, DVD, Blu-ray, I think I got, and then I got it on, like, a steel book. Mm-hmm. Um, they've never added any special features except a, for a dang commentary. I know. Which, the commentary is good. Yeah, it is good. It's but, hilarious. But... But it pisses me off. This is one of the best Christmas movies ever, and they've never, they've got to have a bunch of deleted scenes and crap laying around, outtakes, whatever. It's like, come on, man, that's a big money maker, and they uh, never what's, did. What put studio out, did did this film? Uh, it was, I don't uh, know. Oh gosh, I. Well, somebody look it up. Be, <laughs> I remember. I thought oh, it's it's, I thought it's it was, Warner. It's Warner Brothers. Yeah. But uh, I know, um, I know, like Universal, and uh, they another... throw stuff away. They don't keep everything. Yeah. Well, but still. there was two, there was like two. There was a big fire at Universal, and there was a fire at another studio. I can't remember which one it was, but a lot of stuff got destroyed. Oh, yeah. that sucks. That sucks. But yeah, yeah I mean, they don't uh... store stuff properly anymore. Hmm. Of course, it's digital now, so it's yeah. a lot different. But you but know they've got a bunch of stuff sitting around somewhere. I've they I've always to. heard I've always heard that the '90s was like this big black hole for like film scores. It's really hard to find the original files. Hmm. So I don't know if that pertains to you know well, how they store movies. Well, still do do some. Do some interviews. Do some recent stuff. Yeah, you, you know? could do that. I mean, I, I don't care if they had that one extra interview. I'd, I'd, yeah, buy, studios, I'd buy it again. Studios don't want to put any extra money into these things. They just want to churn them out and make money. Right. Yeah. Because it's easy money for them. So, so so they just put out a new 4K version of Christmas Vacation with, of course, no extra special features. Of course. <laughs> so, so, so I'm like, oh, my gosh, these people. But... um. They just have a new cover. So, so they paid that. someone to, uh, you know, come up with some artwork. <clears throat> yeah, it's like uh, got them all in the front. You could look it up. It's kind of funny, but it's just 
It's just stupid, man. It's like, come on, man. We need a real, real special edition of this film. So, I don't know. So, so what do you... Um, so you guys know, like, uh, some things happen on the film that were kind of uh, kind of funny when I was looking it up. Like uh, what? You remember Chevy Chase when he when he kicks over the reindeer and gets pissed, you know, with the lights and stuff, and hits those blow molds, you know, the yeah, kicks a reindeer and hits Santa with his hand. Mm-hmm. He punches it. <laughs> he broke his pinky in that scene. Really? Yeah, that was kind of funny. Oh, too bad. <laughs> I was I was I was laughing when I heard when I heard that, but um, one of the same there there was there was there was a lot of improvs on there that they left in. One of the improvs was when uh, Beverly grabs Chevy's crotch when the cops come in. Oh yeah, and the end says freeze. Mm-hmm. That was not supposed to happen. Uh, she let Chevy know they were gonna you know play a play an improv on it and see what happened. Kind of you know nobody knew it was. Uh, it was going on except her and chevy okay and uh well it was so funny they left it in so that was kind of funny <laughs> i always that. wondered about that it's... <laughs> i love that one i love that shot that's <laughs> hilarious like, okay and the squirrel they had an animal trainer for like a couple weeks trying to train like i don't know on set train the animals and different things and like and you know the squirrel shot you know the wild squirrel scene Mm -hmm. well the day they were going to shoot that i guess the squirrel died either either the same day or the day before or something the animal trainer said the squirrel's dead or whatever (laughs) so they had to get they had to get another squirrel to film that scene so they actually filmed it with a wild squirrel (laughs) so Hmm. i was like wow that's kind of funny too and the exec the, the execs fought hard to get the scene where the cat got electrocuted out. They thought it was too too graphic or whatever. That audience would, would hate it. Hmm. Yeah. How stupid was that? So John Hughes fought for it and so did the other people so they did a test audience with that scene. Well, with the movie and with that scene in it and they loved it. That was one of the top scenes, so they left it in there. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know Aunt Bethany. Oh, yeah. She voiced Betty Boop. Okay. From 1931 to 1938. She died in 1998. still in the Navy. <laughs> she is hilarious. <laughs> she died at 89, though. But uh, anyway, what do you, I, I've got more tidbits, but I don't want to take over this conversation. So what do you guys uh, – Tell me your favorite uh, parts of the movie when when you you know rewatch it. What are what are what are the the moments that get you the best? You know, uh, for me, one of my top ones is when the old guys are sleeping. They just showed up, and you can see in the background there's some sort of parade going on, and and you got to listen to the announcers because they're hilarious. He says something like. Wow, the wind is playing havoc with the giant nutcracker float. And, <laughs> I think I did hear that. And he yeah, goes, I, I can't yeah. see. He goes, I can't see the nuts. <laughs> they must have blown away. Oh my and then gosh. he goes, and then it, it waits about maybe 10 seconds later, and he goes, oh, there's the nuts. There they are. <laughs> it's really funny. There's a lot of hidden stuff in this yeah. movie. You know, that you don't pick up. You really got to watch this movie over and over again to pick up all the all the jokes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know how many times I've watched the scene, well, I watched this movie and the scene that always funny as hell is the the scene where he's in the department store with the chick with the low cut top and yes. you know, oh, yes. <laughs> it's just nipply. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, nippy, nippy, <laughs> you know. Not that, that I scene. have a log. Yeah, not that I have a, <laughs> a a log or anything, you know. Not the way you you know, think, uh, you know, whatever he's saying. <laughs> that scene just cracks me up. And, uh, you know, there's just little little tidbits in there that, that I forget about, you know, him saying. Yeah, I laugh so hard. I forget that lady's, the, the, the actress's name is, uh, the last name is like Scorsese, but she's not related to, to, hmm. to Martin in any way. But I thought that was kind of funny. I was like, Scorsese? I was like, what? 
when the when the ice breaks the window and hits the stereo yeah that's a high-tech stereo <laughs> it you know back then i mean that was probably quite a bit of money but it almost looks if you look at it again it, it almost looks like a mini like playstation 3 i don't know i have to go back and look look at it It has the same like kind of um design to it really huh. that the playstation 3 has yeah julianne uh, uh dreyfus uh, dreyfus she got seinfeld after this mm-hmm. this role okay that's proud i mean i imagine it was I, I mean that's what i read it was because of this role but yeah it could be could be hearsay who knows that's that's the other one that we quote like all the time is why is the floor all wet todd yeah i don't know margo yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome <laughs> we quote that all the time there's so many dang good lines in it i mean oh i don't know Lego, what what is the best part of the movie that you like? Uh, besides all of it, obviously you probably like the whole thing. But I mean, is there there some scene that you just you look forward to, or you just laugh uh, every I'm, time? Or not 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 any particular scene that I look forward to. But um, you know, once Eddie arrives, that's the, that's like the good stuff. You know, especially <laughs> when. When they're when they're there, you know, uh, they're drinking the eggnog out of the moose cups. Oh, yeah. right. And, yeah. and Eddie's got like that dicky on yeah. underneath his underneath his shirt. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, they're, they're trying he, to figure out how to drink out of the uh, the mug with the with the moose ears. Yeah, and, and he purposely knocks over that that uh, rotating thing. Which one? He or, purposely knocked it over. He sticks his finger and just hits it, and the whole thing falls apart, and it never goes back together. Oh yeah. Even though I take a multivitamin, I also like to take superfoods. And the best superfood I found on the market that tastes just amazing is Brickhouse Nutrition Field of Greens. Real organic superfood. One scoop of Field of Greens gives you the full spectrum of colors with fruits, veggies, herbs, spices, and more. Helps with your overall well-being by aiding in antioxidation, lipid metabolism, and glucose metabolism. Since Field of Greens is made from real foods, it's technically not a supplement. This is just pure whole foods, guys, and you can get a discount right now by using coupon code HEALTHYLIFE. Just plug that coupon, HEALTHYLIFE, before checkout in the coupon section and get our exclusive discount. You have to try Field of Greens from BrickHouseNutrition.com. Let's talk about Randy Quaid because he, I mean, he's a he's a huge established actor. I mean, Shit you know, full. yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, you know, I didn't know he was acting way back in the in the day. I mean, he he was actually nominated for Academy Award in 1973. Mm. For this film, uh, The Last Detail. I didn't know that. Obviously, no. you guys know he's the older brother of Dennis Quaid. Right. You knew that, yes. I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, this guy, I mean, he's got a, a ton of awards for his acting. So, I mean, mm. he he really brings this character to life. And I guess it's based on a real character that he knew in Texas. Well, that's real, not surprising. Yeah. How many dog food bags did yeah, you put the, the, in there? That was that was hilarious, you know. And you then, guys uh, know how many it was? No, no. I think it's seven. Yeah, it was a uh, snots. Yeah. Wasn't that the name of the dog? Yes. Snots. You roll over <laughs> and show him some loving. <laughs> and then uh, uh so what's that what's that one um uh, the grandma or grandpa was gonna Oh shoot! What? what, what oh, was he was that? gonna uh, kiss the girl. Yeah, yeah. Well, what was the one with the lip fungus? Ruby Sue. She got a bad. No, it wasn't her though. It was the kid, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's Ruby Sue. No, no, the boy. The young oh, the, the boy. He had the. He's got a bad case of lip fungus. It hasn't been identified yet. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Uh, Rocky. Yeah, that's it. Kid. Yeah. 
Of course, you can't. Uh, Lego brought this up that last time. You can't forget about Bill Murray's older brother. No, he's in it again, Mister Shirley. Or uh, oh, he was the, the best boss. What's his name? Frank Shirley. Frank Shirley. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he can't remember anybody's name. <clears throat> yeah, Clark. He can't get Clark right. Said, no, that's uh, Bill, sir. Well, that was the other guy. Yeah, don't forget that report, Bill. What was the <laughs> What was the name? He, he he called him a couple names. I don't. I can't remember now. I but. can't remember what he says the at, at first, and he's he goes, "That's Bill, sir." Yeah. And then at the end of the conversation, he goes, "Don't forget that report, Bill." Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> oh man. Obviously, we we know the big rant in the end. That's that's like classic. Absolutely yeah, I classic. had that. I had that memorized at one <clears throat> point, and then I found out that uh, he he couldn't memorize that for anything, and so do? they all held up cue cards for him. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh man, that's <laughs> funny. So you can tell he's reading. I was. I mean, I I couldn't tell it. I just. I just thought, dang, man, that's a that's a lot to remember. Yeah, know? they tell you in the commentary that the entire crew just had huge cue cards for him. I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want yeah. to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing. Yeah, wait, four flushing. Yeah, low life, <laughs> snake licking, dirty eating. Yeah, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless. You can tell, hopeless, you... heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, <laughs> spotty lipped, worm headed. Yes, sack of monkey shit. He is. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? There's a break <laughs> there. If you if you close <laughs> your eyes and just listen to the audio. There's an overdub, and oh, it, it, it's yeah, it hits right when he says, I think, I think when he says overstuffed. Low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless. <laughs> but yeah, it, that that line is just hilarious. The other one that I really really enjoy is when he comes down the steps and he's like, no no no, this is a full blown holiday emergency this is a full-blown four alarm holiday emergency here <laughs> you know the line lego bing crosby bing crosby tap yeah on, on uh uh gosh dang it who is it Frank, it's danny k danny k yeah, yeah. <laughs> danny f and k yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that was a white christmas uh tip yes tip to uh white christmas and have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny fucking K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney night, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, Christmas Vacation also has a really, uh, really great uh, um, story behind it. The you bonus. Know, I mean, not that, but you know, the the whole family thing and right. everything in the in the end there. But well, I think that a, a reason why a lot of people like it because they can relate to it. I mean, everything. I mean, nothing's perfect, and I'm sure there's one year or something where everything has gone, you know, haywire. Yeah, everybody's got maybe an Eddie or a yes, Aunt exactly. Bethany or yes. uh, somebody like that in their family, especially, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Lewis. I mean, you can't forget about Lewis. Oh, yeah. The blushing. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Bethany, did the room clear? <laughs> What's hilarious is you watch the old footage and he looks exactly the same. <laughs> what do you mean? The, what, when what when he's when he's showing the old oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and he's yeah, like a video. little kid yeah and that guy he, he <laughs> didn't do anything to him they did just I filmed pass him. gas oh no did I break wind yeah. <laughs> no Bethany <laughs> did, the, did the room clear <laughs> oh. And so oh, she gets man, up and recites it. the Pledge yeah. of Allegiance, which is hilarious. Yeah, in two parts. I mean, uh, the Star Spangled Banner in the end yeah. that was hilarious. Play yeah, ball! that's great. Yep. <laughs> Play ball! 
<laughs> yeah, that was that was great. Those lights aren't twinkling. What about the uh, what about the sap scene? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The sap. He's, class. He's, re- he's reading the magazine. And that's another thing I think people can relate to if if you've ever had a real tree. You know, mm-hmm. the sap. Oh, somebody. Uh, you know, I, I remember growing up when we had a you know a real tree here and there. I think we went to. I don't know when we went to fake trees, but yeah, you'd always get that sap on your hand. Mm. Did you guys ever have that issue? We never had a real tree. Oh, yeah. No, we had a real tree. I just don't remember. I vaguely remember getting, you know, my hand severely stuck, but. I just remember sap, man. Those, You know, people bring those real trees in their house, and I've heard stories that, you know, they brought termites in. and <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And that squirrel thing, that ain't far from the truth. I've, I, I mean, I've. I've heard all kinds of stories of uh, bats being brought in from trees and, you know, all what, kinds of pest problems. Yeah, what happens oh, a lot man. of times is is that, you know, insects will attach like their, their like little egg sack or something to a branch. <laughs> then the tree gets yeah. brought inside and it's nice and warm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they just, you know, they just hatch. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would never have a real tree. <laughs> my tree. What have you done to my tree? And uh, I'm surprised they still sell real trees, to be honest with you, you know? Well, actually, I mean, it's probably more environmentally friendly than a plastic tree. Oh, I don't think so. Trees clean the air, you know? Yeah, yeah but they specifically have farms for that, you know? And then they, they, they constantly replant, you know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah, but, I mean, a real tree, you're cutting down real trees, you know, that... Uh, you know, f- provide oxygen, basically, you know, um, and uh, an artificial tree. I mean, I'll I'll keep that for, you know, 20 years. Well, yeah, I mean. Some people. Uh, of course, we have like four trees. She wants to get a new one every couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> so I got about three trees in the attic right now there. No use. <laughs> I just got a new tree like two years ago, but before that, I had a, I had one from the Martha Stewart collection from Kmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had one of those too. <laughs> I, in fact, I think it's still sitting in the attic, a, a Martha Stewart one. Yep. <clears throat> Do you guys put two trees up? No, one's no. enough. We got one in the. We get we bought one of those thin trees to save kind of room. Mm-hmm. So we have one in the front room and one in the back room. Right now. So it's basically just erect. They're, they're two kind of thin trees, though. You know, they're not the big, fat trees. They were taking up too much room. That's why we got these like thinner ones. Yeah, they're that's, still that's, the same height. They're just thinner. That's the new trend. Yeah, the skinny like trees. Them. Yeah. I just love the way Christmas trees look, give off nice ambience, you know. Yeah, I mean, I do like I do like it once it's up, but like I I, I dread the whole thought of going downstairs, dragging it up with the totes of the bulbs. Oh, and, I know. You know mm-hmm. Ugh, I just I, hate it. I almost <laughs> I almost want to leave it up all year round. Say screw it, but then yeah. I'll be some Christmas freak. <laughs> you know, you ever seen those guys that, that you got? I mean, well, if you got space to do that, I mean, shoot, well, remember I mean, Montgomery, that other subdivision you used to live in where uh, the guy kept his lights up all year? Nativity <laughs> oh, yeah. scene was yeah. up in the front of the lawn all year. <laughs> oh, you always had you always had people don't take their decorations down. Yeah, until spring, you know, it's like, yeah. gosh, take them down, man. <laughs> you know? I mean, a lot of people nowadays. They'll leave their lights up. I would. They'll, they just don't turn them on. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? and, yeah. Well, especially if you're freaking stapling to your house. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well leave them up. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, you know, you want to put staples in every year. <laughs> I'm sure he'll fall, but we won't be lucky enough for him to break his neck. So they, You know, the thing about Christmas vacation, they cover all the bases, like mm-hmm. everything. All the traditions, 
and just everything. The Christmas music is all there. The It's a Wonderful Life playing on the TV for a moment. That's right. You know? um, just yep. You got the dinner scene with the dried mm-hmm. out turkey, which mm-hmm. you know a lot of people can relate <laughs> to that. You know, maybe not to the extent of the turkey blowing up like that, but I've I think everybody's probably experienced a dried turkey in their in their you know At Christmas least or Thanksgiving dinner before. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's just so much in there that uh, you can relate to. Uh, I know. I remember growing up. I used to hate Jello mold, and somebody Ugh. always brought a Jello mold. Ugh. Somebody always made a Jello mold. Isn't and, that uh, just as bad as fruitcake? Probably. I don't. Well, you know. don't got to eat it. <laughs> it's just. It's just like you know. The, Eddie sure those, liked it. Those certain types of, you know, traditions are there. They even do the eggnog, which is awesome. Yeah. You know, we were talking about you know that earlier, but mm-hmm. uh, dr- drinking out of the moose cups. But I mean, you know, eggnog. Every all the little traditions. So I'm glad they threw all those in there. That's why I think it makes the perfect Christmas movie. Right. And what about the, uh, you know, when he's trying to get the lights to work and they show the shot in the garage and, oh, my gosh, I think there's like 20 things plugged into that one switch. Yeah, that's another thing. You've always had. I think we talked about that before, you know. Yeah, we probably mentioned it with Christmas Story. Yeah, somebody's always got, you know, adapter and an adapter and adapter and, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 50 plugs in in one thing i love how they had to go do the auxiliary power oh yeah and that probably too you know back in the day when those lights weren't so efficient mm-hmm. <laughs> that probably wasn't too far from the uh, truth no because like until the leds recently yeah i mean those old school bulbs like the bigger ones yeah you know yeah. not the those are like seven watts each ball. Oh man! So when when you think about you know if you put out twenty strings, man, you're 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 drawing some power. Oh man! Yeah. Can you imagine the electric bills this year? With those? Oh my goodness! Oh man, that'd be bad. Yeah, they have some classic music in there, isn't it? At the end, isn't that uh, a Gene Autry version of "Here Comes Santa Claus"? Yeah, I've I've actually got the soundtrack. Yeah, um, and I love that uh, soundtrack because it's it, it's it's got a lot of good good tracks on it. Do you like the opener? I don't like the opener. Eh. <laughs> but they were going to cut that. They they, they didn't want to do that animation because it was mm. too. They wanted. To, they thought it was too expensive. But I, I was I was glad that they uh, they fought to put that keep that in because i thought that was cool yeah we're gonna burn some dust here eat my rubber hey guys do you want the ultimate iodine supplement how about liquid b12 how about liquid turmeric in a herbal cold pressed tincture never heated the ultimate in detoxification pure powerful and potent liquid formulas in a raw herbal extract totally organic use our special coupon code healthy life at checkout at globalhealingorganics.com use coupon code healthy life how about uh if that thing had nine lives he Mm. spent them all you smell something what Fried, Fried pussy cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some freaking great lines. And he's reading, you know, they, they go through the reading of um, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Yep. That's another good, yeah. good part, you know? Yeah. And, and Eddie and a man with, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know. on his head. The the whole thing, you know, you you, you feel bad kind of for the kids because you know, wasn't wasn't that one wasn't that one little girl wasn't she like in in uh, the Road Warrior or Mad Max or something? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Might have been. I I you know I I forgot to look her up. We could go over the cast. I don't know. Did I 
Did I write her down? Um. Well, you got John Randolph. Let's go through with him. Clark Sing Senior. He died in 2004. I mean, he was in a bunch of stuff. I don't even know what though. I didn't. I didn't look. But but what I did find funny was Beverly D'Angela. Um, she's in that new movie, <laughs> new Christmas movie called Violent Night, some Christmas horror film. She's in that one. <laughs> I saw that uh, listed. I was like, oh. She's in a new Christmas movie. But uh, I don't know what it's about. Got Diane Ladd played Nora. Um, Doris Roberts, Francis, you know. Yeah. She died in 2016 at 90. William Hickey played Lewis. And he died in 97. I didn't know that. Mm. So he's been dead a while. 69. But, uh, everybody else pretty much is alive. Um, I know there was a lot of crew because you you listen to the commentary and they talk about the crew a lot, and then mm -hmm. there was quite a bit of them that had passed on. The crew did, yeah, yeah. I I mean you know I, I didn't even go that far into it, but yeah, you know movies like this. I mean they got so many people working on them. I just pretty much went with the uh, and the other thing too is they didn't really feel like this was going to be a big hit. I mean, it, it was kind of like like the Christmas story. They didn't know, like, the impact it was going to have on culture. Yeah. Yeah, I bet they didn't, you know. But, it's yeah, it's just, it's just amazing, man, you know, how how some movies just break, break through like that. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I, I don't even remember the first time I saw this movie. I usually can remember things big hits like this like the first time i watched it but it must have been on like hbo or something i don't know yeah it's probably what i seen it then too i think i rented it really yeah yeah and it's strange because my mom's big into christmas movies and i don't remember ever sitting around watching this one it's kind of odd okay but maybe it was just too modern for the time and plus, you know, there's there's a little bit of adult content is PG thirteen. So, um, I was way. I mean, what? How old were we? I mean, obviously we're over thirteen. We we're teenagers. We were um, eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. So I mean, that wouldn't been any issue. But uh, yeah, I don't ever. I don't think I would go see a Christmas movie in the theater. Honestly, just it's just not that big of a. <laughs> I would I wouldn't either because um I wouldn't do I wouldn't see a serious Christmas movie at a theater. Of course I don't see any movies at theaters anymore, but uh I wouldn't see a Christmas movie at a theater cuz I'd I'd be afraid I'd walk out with uh with uh watery eyes. Most of them are got some sentimental parts in there, so right. And I'm a sucker when it comes to that. Yeah. You notice at the end, though, the boss actually gets his name right for the first oh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is his family. Now, he's still alive, isn't he? I believe so. Bill Murray's older brother? Uh, two. It was either, I think it was two years ago, they did an awesome promo for the Super Bowl for, it was a car ad, and he's in it because they redid a scene from uh, Groundhog Day. Oh, really? It is hilarious. Hmm. They brought everybody back, or at least, you know, four or five of the people from the movie. They got the guy that played Ned Ryerson and, of course, Bill Murray, and then they got his brother, and I think there might be someone else in there, too. Gosh, man, Bill Murray's brothers and sisters. I know. He's got nine. <laughs> Burry, it said Burry, uh, Bill Murray. Gosh, I can't even talk. Bill Murray is one of nine children. Jeez. I did not know he had that many brothers and sisters. That's what they did in the old days. Yeah. Elgin, Illinois. Or wait, Peggy, who is 91. Is that the oldest? I guess. That was 2020. So I don't know if it's still alive or not, but somebody's 91, I guess. 
Bill's parents were Irish Catholic. Um, I know they. I know they loved the Cubs because yeah, he, yeah. He he was he at like every Cub game. Yeah, he told stories about somehow they were able to sneak uh, into games and stuff. Crap. Was that Ed Murray that played Shirley? No, I thought it was the Doyle one, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Ed Murray's oldest brother. So uh, he died. Seventy year old. Um, he was seventy years old. Wait, seventy year old actor, golf apparel company, William Murray Golf. Oh, they got a they got their own golf company. Or he, this guy did? What wouldn't well, surprise me? Bill Murray is mourning, is in mourning after the death of his brother Ed, who served as the inspiration behind the lead character in Caddyshack. <laughs> the seventy-year-old actor's golf apparel company, William Murray Golf, announced Ed's death on Monday. This was back in two thousand twenty, so only a couple years ago. Huh. It is believed Ed was, okay, 76 at the time of his death. I wonder how he died. Oh, no, I was just looking through this. Danny Noonan character in Caddyshack. When Brian Doyle Murray co-wrote that iconic, oh, he co-wrote the screenplay? Mm. Brian Do Doyle, who plays Frank Shirley. I didn't know he co-wrote the screenplay. Yeah. Ed and all five men. Huh. Have you guys watched any other Christmas movies um, lately? We watched Home Alone today. Oh, Home Alone, yeah, yeah. 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 I can't think of what it's called, but I just watched that one with um, uh, Danny DeVito and... Uh, oh, is that uh, good? I know what you're talking about. That Deck the Halls or something? or Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually really good. It was good? Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I was going to watch that one. Yeah, DeVito's hilarious in that. If you're looking for a funny, uh, two funny adult comedy Christmas movies, uh, uh, The Night Before and um, Office Christmas Party were, are hilarious. But they are uh, R-rated. <laughs> but uh, I, we watched those. I've seen them before, but uh, I forgot a lot of stuff. And uh, they're quite funny. Mm. But Deck the Halls with the, with uh, what's his face? What's uh, Ferris Bueller uh, in it? Oh, no. Yeah, I, I yeah. can't think of his damn name. Yeah, well, 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 what is it? Come on, Matthew Mike. Matthew Broderick. Oh, yeah, Matthew yeah. Broderick. I, uh, I seen that on there so many times that I've never, I've never uh, watched it. It's like 2006, I guess, came out, looks like. Hmm. I have to check it, it out because I lo I love Danny DeVito. I mean, he's yeah, it's he's like a hilarious. good it's it's a good movie in the vein of of like Christmas Vacation, honestly. Really? Yeah, it it's is. got some good characters in it. George Garcia's in it from Lost. I didn't yeah. know that. Jorge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fred Armisen. Well, wasn't he in Saturday Night Live? Was he yeah, in? and he's in Portlandia and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's an awesome drummer too, by the way. He is. I didn't yeah. know that. That's funny. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check this out. What'd you watch it on? Was streaming uh, somewhere, or was it? I don't know if it was Hulu or yeah, yeah it was. I streamed it. Yeah, Hulu or uh, Prime. Or... <clears throat> all right, I'll check it out. That's funny. Yeah, Danny DeVito's whole thing is is that. He wants to be able to see his house from space. Oh, really? On lights? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, what, what's some other funny parts uh, here? We can think uh, of. The sledding I part. Oh, the sledding, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's hilarious. I like when he brings the tree home. And they're oh, like, hey, yeah. Griswold, what are you gonna, where are you going to put that big tree? And he goes, bend <laughs> over and I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't talking to you. <laughs> and, he, and then isn't that's when he comes out with the Jason mask on, right? Oh, that yeah. was great. Yeah, <laughs> Jason in the in the chainsaw. That was funny. What was the other funny thing too? When uh, God, I can't remember what he he was talking about. Um, he was talking about. 
Santa being being spotted like Oh yeah. And in, in in New York and and Eddie goes Are you are serious? You, <laughs> yeah, are you yeah. yeah are you serious, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. He comes fun. here every year. The, the Jelly of the Month Club. I mean, that was that was a classic. Corporate that's got to be the gift. worst ever. <laughs> that's a that's something that would really would happen. It's a, it's a one year membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. <sighs> oh God, Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> That's right up there with, uh, what is it, uh, in Seinfeld, where Costanza, he, he gives out that phony Christmas gift for the for the human fund. <laughs> Donation in your name to the human fund. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I cut out bonuses this year. How did you get one? Well, there's a lot of people on here that were on Saturday Night Live. You know, I don't know if you guys remember, but. Even Julia Dreyfus, I guess, was on Saturday Night Live back in the day. Hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, Bill Murray's older son, the Brian Doyle, he was on and back in the back in the day, I guess, uh, when Chevy was on. I, I just remember Bill Murray, he, he used to do, he'd sing the Star Wars song, and then he had the, a really good commercial about pre-food pre or pre-chewed charlies where they pre they pre-chew your steak for you oh i i remember <laughs> that, was that hilarious i remember that yeah yeah i don't know when <laughs> julia dreyfus was on there i cannot yeah remember. i don't know either uh i mean it had to be early 80s i would think i was never a saturday night uh, saturday night live fan I liked it back in the day, but I only watched it when Chevy and those guys were on, and then when uh, Phil Hartman was on. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I watched it all all up until it didn't get funny anymore. I mean, I, <laughs> uh, so I, I mean, basically, you know, when uh, I, once Farley died, right, it was pretty much done. No, they yeah, had some good. I mean, they had some good uh, good people after that. I mean. Shoot, I mean, uh, it's it just started going downhill mm -hmm. bad after. I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, uh, 2000. This started declining, but there were still some funny people in there. But it just now it's just unwatchable. It's just crazy. I don't remember. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't remember the whole cast from that period, but uh, I'm looking up, trying to figure out when she was on there. From 82 to 85. Mm. Huh. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. I really didn't know anything about her before Seinfeld, Seinfeld, honestly. Yeah, because I thought Seinfeld came out um, in 89. Like or maybe was it 89? I think it was 89 was their first... I think they, it was only what twelve episodes or something. I don't remember. I know it was eighty nine though. Hmm. Well, uh, two thousand. The cast, you know, they had uh, Will Ferrell. I loved uh, Will Ferrell on Saturday Night Live. So Chris mm -hmm. Kattan. Um, they had a lot of good ones. Molly Shannon. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, the other girl. But, oh, Tina Fey was on there. Yeah, they had a lot of good ones. Um, uh, Jimmy Fallon was on there. Um, so yeah, they had some pretty good, you know, cast members before they all went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> just like late night TV used to be funny, and then it yeah, just not anymore. <laughs> now it's all all bull crap, freaking politics, and it just it sucks. I mean, you know. Back in the day, when you could watch it, when you watched it with um, Johnny uh, Carson, Carson, yeah, oh yeah, I him mean, and Ed McMahon, know. and then you know you had, um, of course, you had you know later on, uh, what's his face? Uh, he was funny, Leno, you know, and 
and Letterman. Uh, even Letterman was funny. But then oh, they, man. Letterman they used got to drop, bad. They used to drop stuff off the off the roof. That was always fun to watch. Yeah, I don't I know. Even lo- I even liked Conan. Oh yeah, Conan. Yeah, yeah. He he was funny too. You know, he was quirky though. I mean, he had a, a different type of yeah funniness. But it, I liked his, <clears throat> his uh, sidekick that he'd have on there. Yeah, the little Mexican guy. Uh, well, besides him, but what what, what was his other guy? The other the, guy, the, that the l- blonde guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about, Andy Richter. Yeah, yeah, he's funny. Yeah, I mean, you know, so they they kind of uh, played off each other. It was it was cool. Hey guys, what's up? This is Steve Montgomery from Retro Media Talk. Hey, I just want to let you know I got a new album out called Night Sky. If you like ambient, cinematic type music, a little synth wave mixed in with uh, some of the tracks, hey, check it out. It's available on Bandcamp, Amazon, Spotify, and some other outlets. I also have a physical CD that you can order through the link in the podcast description wherever you're listening to. Thank you so much for your support. Steve Montgomery, Night Sky, out now. You know, generally movies like this, I mean, there's not, you know, I mean, they're comedies, so there's not a whole lot, uh, you know, to them except for, you know, the funny the funny lines and, you know, you, there's not... We're not talking about special effects and you know, like a s- sweeping soundtrack. You know what I mean? It's just right. there's only so much you can say. I mean, it's right. definitely it's definitely uh, you know one of the classics for sure. That's probably the you know it's probably in the top five what people think of Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. I would say. I don't think the jokes ever get stale. Mm-mm. You know, they never get stale. I've watched some comedies like. 10 years later, whatever, that I thought were really funny. And I'm like, gosh, this just ain't ain't that funny. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a one-year membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. <sighs> oh, God. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. All right, guys, thanks for listening to Retro Media Talk. Um, hope uh, you learned some stuff about Christmas Vacation. And uh, we, we love this movie. We love talking about it. So anyway, check us out on all the platforms. You can find us on RetroMediaTalk.com. I got all the links there. Go check it out. Obviously, YouTube under Craze TV with a K. And we're on all the platforms like Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Anchor FM, and a host of others. So thanks for listening. Uh, you guys got anything to um, to add? I want to thank you guys for coming on, obviously. Uh, so, Steve, anything to add? Nothing at all. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, <laughs> yes. All right, Mike Gallus, anything? No, I'll just say Merry Christmas. You guys have a happy holiday, a Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, whatever. Just uh, enjoy yourself. Have a hap, hap, happiest. A hap, hap. Happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K.